There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Michael and Kevin Bacon bring their band The Bacon Brothers to Ram's Head in Annapolis, Maryland for four concerts over two days this Friday and Saturday. Kevin joined me to discuss their newest tunes, including their hometown tribute, Philly Thing, while Michael joined midway through the call to discuss their EP, The Arato. Hey, Kevin Bacon, hey, thanks so much for joining us on WTOP in DC again. Happy to be here. I feel like this is becoming a, a, a almost annual tradition. Every time the Bacon Brothers come through town, uh, you hop on with us, and we appreciate it. That this time we'll tell everyone you're coming to the Rams Head in Annapolis, Maryland, on June 16th and 17th, and I believe there's like two shows each night, so four chances to see you. Uh, why do we keep coming back to the Rams Head, Annapolis? Do you have good memories in the area? You know, why is it always a fun time? It's it's a great time. We love that um, venue. Uh, I don't know why. There's just seems to be certain pockets of the world or venues where we we do well people enjoy it and you can we can come back and play that place and people will actually know some of the tunes which is you know kind of great when you're a band that's never had a hit single you know uh and and also uh annapolis is a you know, beautiful place um my brother is a very very big fan of boats and all things uh nautical and so, you know, to be there and, uh, and, you know, be able to go out on the water sometimes or do whatever, you know, we, we just, we like, we like that spot. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Uh, I didn't know Michael was a big, big fan of boats, but that, that works for me. And, and of course, you know, and, and, you know, you, you, you did the, a few good men. So we got military you, Jess up Maryland is right down the street. So it all ties in. <laughs> um, so, Hey, there uh, you go. There there you you go. go yeah. I was a big, that was a little bit of a stretch, but I guess my question, did you, did you film around here at all for that? Or that's more Marines than Navy, but you know, it's close. No. Uh, well, I, I did go to Quantico to do some, um, research. I don't, I didn't actually, I was never on location, uh, down there. In fact, I think almost all of my stuff was on the stage in the courtroom. I know where I, a couple of scenes, uh, that were, that were outside the courtroom, but most, most of that was on, on a, on a sound stage. No worries. Well, I appreciate you killing time until Michael calls in. <laughs> We're just bantering movies, but hey, we can talk. <laughs> we can talk some of the, you know, some of the music stuff and, until until Michael joins. Um, I know you guys have a new, uh, or somewhat new single. It was out, I guess, in November of 2022, so relatively new. Uh, it's called Philly Thing. Um, obviously that you guys are both, you know, raised in Philly and everything. But t- tell our listeners really quick if if they haven't seen it. Uh, you know, the the video is pretty cool. You you weave in images of the city so i'd say more of an upbeat version of the you know springsteen streets of philadelphia montage it's more of upbeat than that it's more upbeat than that but tell us yeah, yeah the rock to the future thing tell upbeat. it yeah so i wrote the song and it was really a response to 
when people, when I talk about something that was, uh, you know, very specific to Philadelphia, either they'd say, oh man, that's weird, or I've never heard of that. And uh, a lot of times, you know, the response would be, oh, it's a Philly thing. And I thought, well, that's kind of a funny title. And um, so I went and tried to think about a whole bunch of references, music, food, local characters, um, history, things that some people might know are uh, native to Philadelphia, but other people might not even have any kind of a clue what I was talking about. And I crammed them all into this one song. It's just kind of funky, you know, fun song. And I played it for my brother. And he said, you know, let's let's try to do something positive uh, with that with that tune and something that ties into a Philadelphia based charity. And we recorded it with a bunch of Philadelphia musicians. And then we found this uh, local Philadelphia charity called Rock to the Future, where they provide instruments and music lessons and uh, recording situations and opportunities to join bands, et cetera, for underserved Philadelphia youth. Um, uh, music uh, for youth is a really important thing for my brother and I because it was a very important to us growing up and coming up to the public school system. But back in the time when we were in public school, they actually did provide music. And, and I don't think there's that much of that anymore. I don't know if the funding is still there for instruments and lessons. And, you know, we would put bands together, et cetera. So Rock to the Future is giving these kids a, a safe and, and fun opportunity to make music and not just in the classical space. You know, they, they really are more, you know, kind of focused on, uh, uh, you know, pop and, and, and rock and, and rap and, and, you know, soul music. And so we were able to uh, put some of the kids from Rock to the Future on the actual uh, song. And so that was super cool. And then uh, we also did a behind the scenes video of what the experience was like for the kids to come in the studio and, and learn their parts. And, and, and one young man, um, you know, did a little uh, rap in the middle of the song and, and it's really, it was a lot of fun. And uh, we've ended up uh, helping them, you know, kind of get some more visibility and raise some money and, and uh, we played a benefit for them recently. So uh, it all came around full circle. That's such a great way to give back to the the hometown. I I love it. And just so our listeners, I mean, you have to watch the video. We'll maybe embed it in the article or something. But just for a taste of it, what what are some of the references of Philly you mentioned? Like it's like smoking Joe. It's a uh, Joe Frazier and Teddy Pendergrass. Joe and there's Frazier, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah, Teddy Pendergrass. Yeah, I got I got um, uh, Jerry Blavitt, who died recently, who was a disc jockey in Philadelphia, also known as the Heater with the Heater. I'd say the more the most obscure thing is very at the end, end of the song and i say um you know you're wondering what the hell goes into scrapple and i would say almost nobody outside of philadelphia has ever heard of scrapple the <laughs> scrapple is a uh it's a it's it's a pretty unusual dish that i think comes from the amish and um uh it's all kinds of stuff from the pig that's been you know you know, parts of the pig you don't even want to know about that are then, then I think combined with 
cornmeal and fried and <laughs> so i figured i might as well make a scrapple reference and, hey and, uh, hey man i grew up was, in northern maryland frederick to be exact and we ate scrapple growing up so it must have trickled down from uh, philly over the line a little into the okay well yeah okay good i'm glad to hear it because I, I, it's, 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 that, that that's not that you know that's a pretty hey guys pretty sorry cool. i'm here and Michael, we say we're just we were just talking about eating scrapple and, you know, like clockwork, you jump on. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, it just rings a bell in my soul. <laughs> well, thanks for picking up the scraps of this interview. No, Kevin is Kevin is crushing it. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, we were just talking about um, Philly thing and we were going into the video and all that, all that stuff. But since, since you've jumped in here, um, uh, why don't we have you talk to the EP that came out? What, Irato? Is that, am, did I say it right? Irato? Irato, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was that a, it's like a five track thing. It's on Spotify now if anyone wants to look it up. But uh, tell me about the lead track In Memory of When I Care. Wasn't that the Living La Vida Loca guy that co-wrote it with you guys? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Kev, help me out. I'm spacing out his name. <laughs> um, Desmond Child. Desmond Child, thank you. Yeah, so um, our drummer, um, well, Desmond Child is kind of a one-of-a-kind songwriter over the years and has written many, many enormous pop hits, Bon Jovi, uh, uh, as you said, the... Uh, Ricky Martin and... Loca, and uh, Ricky Martin. Yeah, uh, Aerosmith, yeah. I think he's done some stuff. Aerosmith, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the um, our our drummer was working with him. I think it was at Lincoln Center, and um, told told uh, Desmond that we were that he worked with us. And he and our drummer boldly said, "You why don't you do a writing um, session with Michael and Kevin?" And he um, amazingly agreed. So uh, we set his writing session up. It was kind of interesting. He he booked us for two days in his apartment in New York. And we are used to, uh, we're very time oriented. We come from a very time oriented family, like things that got to get done all the time really quickly. And then on to the next, and we get to Desmond's apartment and we're drinking coffee for an hour and talking about the music business and listening to records. Uh, that's, that's what we did the first day. So the second day we kind of got to work and um, we listened to about 10 different tracks he'd had a young man from la uh put down for him and we picked one we kind of liked and then he had a bunch of titles and we uh picked the title in memory of, of when i cared and just kind of cranked it out and it was it was really interesting um the last song that i wrote um the way i structured the lyrics was almost textbook to desmond's way of working he's very very specific about how the rhyme schemes work and they have to be consistent from verse to verse. And you can do interesting kind of um, defer the rhyme a couple of beats later or make the rhyme earlier, but it has to be the same every time. 
And I think that kind of discipline really um, was good for me. It really showed me, you know, kind of the where he puts his um, energies in, in very specific details. So we wrote the song and uh, Kevin demoed it. And um, we we cut that with Joe, right, Kev? Yeah, we cut it with Joe. Yeah, Joe took, um, yeah. Ba- yeah, basically took our tracks and then uh, brought in uh, brought in a couple of live players, yeah. Who is this, Joe who, so I have the name? Joe Niccolo. Joe Nickel. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's yeah, a producer. He's out of Philly. Yeah, Philly. Uh, so that was that was uh, in memory of Rado is a song Kevin wrote, um, uh, which is a song that I'm playing the auto harp on, which is really fun. And what else was there? Um, uh, Let me happen to you, girl, which is a song that um, I've I've been scoring films for close to fifty years, and I have a little file on my desktop, and it says cool tracks. So if I'm if I'm archiving or you know just going back into my catalog to look for stuff, and I hear something I've totally forgotten about, I stick it in here, and then every once in a while I'll I'll um, you know look into it. And I found this track that I wrote for a documentary a long time ago, and I've just always loved the track, and so I wrote a song on top of it, which is pretty unusual for me. And that is Let Me Happen to You, Girl. Okay. So is Irato, yeah. those five songs, are they like definites for the Ramshead set list? Or is it any of the old stuff too? Or is it a mix of everything? Uh, well, you know, it's interesting you say that because since since we put that out, we're actually working on a whole bunch of new stuff. So uh, I don't know. They're they're not definites. Okay. No. Um, well, what's some of the new stuff? Yeah. Let's go. What What's in the new Cool Tracks folder? <laughs> <laughs> Um, we're, well, we're working on, um, a few things. We're, we, we, we're just tomorrow actually getting together to, um, to, to rehearse, which is not something that we do all the time, but we have, um, I guess we have six new songs Mm -hmm. and, you know, I don't think they'll all necessarily be ready or they won't all necessarily fit into the set, but (laughs) I can assure you um, they won't be, but we're going to (laughs) try, but but we're going to start, you know, working on them and, and, and see, see, you know, and I think that um, although these things are already pretty much uh, recorded, I mean, we will probably have a six song EP out sometime, you know, in the, the summer or, or maybe in the fall, depending on when everyone thinks it's a good idea to release it. But it's always good to take them and, and put them in front of people and, and you know, you never really know what's going to work live. Some things work better in the studio. Um, Erato has a song on it that we've never played live um, called Karaoke Town, but, you know, I think it's really cool on the record, and I don't know if it really necessarily would be a good live song, but but that's what we're going to do uh, tomorrow. So uh, we don't really know what the Rams head set's going to be at this yeah. point, but... Uh, there's so much material to pick from, so it'll it'll be good no matter no matter what. Well, um, I, before we run, I we've talked to you guys. This is probably like the third time you guys have both called in here on WTOP, and I'm always curious to see if, if your pick for what you thought your favorite song <laughs> evolves. Like Michael said, his favorite was only a good woman in dark chocolate eyes, and Kevin, you said thirty six cents and picker the last two times. So what would it be now? You I think? think. I mean, I think the song that one of the songs that always does really well live is, is is a song of Mike's called The Way We Love. It's a very, very simple, simple arrangement, you know, basically a microphone on uh, 
guitar and and uh and you know it's like it's really pared down but it's it's just a beautiful song and it's a love song and and people really love that i know that at the at a place like the ram's head it'll it'll go over well yeah that's that's what i would say too that's that's uh (laughs) but you know once you start playing the new stuff um which is literally what I'm doing today. I'm cramming for the rehearsal tomorrow. One of the reasons I forgot to jump on. Um, you never know if, if, if you're playing live, you know, weird things happen and things develop. And uh, like there's one song I wrote, which is, I don't even know if we can do it live because it's has very, very intricate harmonies. Most of them are in falsetto. Um, so I'm just curious how we're going to get, get that done. So um that's that's going to be the big challenge for me in the next couple of weeks is trying to get that song ready. The other thing, the other ones are relatively straightforward, I would say. Gotcha. Well, thanks for throwing out. But you give our listeners a ton of good, fun, positive homework to, of song titles to go listen to, you know, and, and to get to get excited for the concert. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Our listeners, check out the archives for some fun, you know, rapid fire of Kevin's movies and stuff. <laughs> go get some Scrapple. <laughs> Thank you. You're going to be hungry. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.